Hi folks, it is Wednesday the 29th of June 2022, episode 122 of the Phil Swallow podcast called At Last, not the podcast, it's called At Last, the episode name. I think you get that, Uh, I hope you get that. Uh, How are you doing? I've been really tired today, really busy last couple of days, not as busy as Sue, she's been working really hard, Um, but early mornings and just packing lots of stuff in and today I just felt you know like I just don't feel like doing anything so I've done very little Um, but anyway we we all get days like that and uh, some of it might be age related so a last means really the first item uh, because at long last I've got the historic Croydon Airport video live on YouTube really really pleased to get that done think it helps having the collaboration from uh, Roger <coughs> from Archive Sketcher. Sorry, this why does this always happen? Um, the throat thing. Hang on one second. <coughs> right, hopefully that was unprofessional, but not hopefully it was. Oh, I'll just move on. Yes, it's really good to get that live. Roger helped me a lot. Uh, we were able to cover things and also someone else to bounce some ideas off. You know, I'm a, a one-man band. I'm a solo sort of writer, planner, creator, filmer, editor, deliverer of my stuff. So to have someone else in the creative world to kind of share some of that with, I think has helped with the quality. So really pleased with that video. Um, good sort of engagement so far. Numbers are okay. Uh, the, the Twitter engagement is quite good as well. So yes, I'm um, I'm quite pleased, I think, to, to get that done. I've got one other that I filmed back in April, and I'm embarrassed that I've not picked that up, so I'm going to try and get that done in the next day or two, maybe into the weekend, and to see where it's at. Um, there were some elements of the sound that I wasn't happy with, and I might have to possibly go cap in hand and rework it somehow. We'll see. <clears throat> so uh, just picking up on some of the other aspects, um, my my car situation, well... It's still not fixed. It was fudged, not fixed. They they were able to get it to connect to the internet. Oh, just can't believe I'm talking about a car, really, with this. Uh, I mean, the car function is fine, uh, but yes, it, it's the, the sort of network and the connection with the outside world from the car. I mean, think of the car as this, you know, mobile device, like a phone. <clears throat> and... Um, they were able to get that element going by doing a complete reset. But really, the car was there from Wednesday first thing in the morning until Friday late in the afternoon, and they didn't fix it. And I, I said to the guy, you know, have you guys been scratching your heads and waiting for Volvo in Sweden to do something and say something and allow something to happen? You know, not so long ago, years ago, uh, a two- to three-day job would be an engine replacement or a gearbox, you know, a big job or maybe some body shop work, I don't know. But it was so worrying, really. <laughs> um, the way it was left is that, yes, it's... Well, he, he said, oh, what network are you on? What um, tariff are you on for your phone? And I said, well, unlimited, thankfully. So when it's using GPS in the car, it's actually using the network connection to my phone. And that... Touch wood. Uh, there's no wood around here, but anyway. Uh, touch wood. It was, uh, it's working okay so far. That's a few days on. Um... And at some point, I will get a call. The car will need to go in for a couple of days. They certainly need to be overnight because they might just strip off all the headlining and replace the TCAM module, he said, the technical guy, uh, to do with the comms. I, I honestly don't care what it is, really. Um, so, yes, we'll we'll see what happens about that. Now, I'm not sure... Let me just go back 
to my previous notes in my video. Um, don't think I mentioned it. I just thought of something else that I need to add into this one. Um, this is good, good radio, isn't it? So yeah, let me just go down one. I'm adding in a little note as I go in. Well, I would if it allowed me. Come on, right, return. And this is going to be Shell Recharge. So, and of course, the iPhone always says Shell, um, but I want it to be Shell. So, why am I typing Shell Recharge? Well, these are the folks that I got my charger from that I had to wait 10 months. And I was doing something the other night. I can't remember, did I get this video live last Wednesday? Made on. Let's assume I did. If not, there's a recap. But late in the day on Wednesday, I got a phone call, um, mobile phone, but I didn't know the number, but I answered it anyway. I sometimes screen them and let them go to voicemail. And it was a guy working for Shell Recharge. And he said he had watched my video. Good. And he was on his way back from Amstelveen in the Netherlands. He was at Heathrow driving along, legally, I'm sure, on the phone. And he basically said, I get where you're coming from. Uh, we shouldn't have said... Our customer services team shouldn't have said it'll be old maybe next year. Um, they've only really got one more day to comply with the regulations. But he, he said they're doing a pilot, 20, 30 people, to test out scheduled charging, which is what I want. I want to be able to plug my car in. And then when we get to the tariff time, which is 12.30 for me at night, 12.30 to 4.30, uh, it will start charging at the cheap rate. That's what I want. So I can get my car charged every night for the cheapest possible tariff amount or kilowatt hour pence per kilowatt hour to be accurate and he said he'll get my details and he'll put me in touch with somebody he gave me some names anyway the following day I got an email from one of the people looking after the pilot I filled in my information I sent it off I got an acknowledgement back and nothing's happened yet but it's promising um I also had a bit of traction on the YouTube video from Volvo owners who said, oh, can't you just set up a, a location within your charging app to say home and then put the times that you want it operable? I don't get that, that option in my app, unfortunately. I actually got one of the guys on YouTube to send me via email a screenshot of what he sees uh, to prove that I wasn't going mad. And no, I don't. It's a very dumb sort of uh, screen that I get on my uh, Volvo car app. So, Shell Recharge, there might be something on the horizon that I'll be uh, piloting or being part of the pilot. Beta testing, whatever you want to call it. I think they just call it a beta. So they must have done some testing. Um, but it's all gone very quiet after the initial flurry of acceptance um, late last week, early this week. But we'll see. You know, I mean, everyone, everything has a timetable. Uh, so the other thing which happened and I forgot to mention in last week's video is that I was asked to do a talk uh, next January, mind, but at least it's in the diary. And it's a group, a local group, a ladies' group, and they have various speakers on and talk about stuff. Uh, Sue went and did a body shop sort of sales evening there a few months back. It was in the winter weather. And they said that one of the people in their group has seen my videos and could I just stand up and do a talk? Well, obviously, in my videos, I <laughs> I talk to avoid having to talk to people. No, I, 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 I jest. So it'll be good. It'll be good to talk through that. What I thought I'd do initially in my head, uh, I thought I'd talk about the videos that I've done, why I did them, how I go about it, and just see if I can frame a bit of a story around that. So that should be good. Looking forward to that, actually. Um, 
The other thing I'm doing is planning my next shoot. So I plan to get to Croydon next week and do a couple of the walks that they've they've got on their website, the Croydon Heritage Walks. So I kind of downloaded them. And what I've decided to do with those is not really do too much research within them. I might just read the words. There's only a kind of little paragraph on each site, each step. Um, but I want it to be as if it's new, as if I'm a new person going to Croydon and I read out what's, hap- what's happening at these various sites. That said, from a talk that I went to on Monday, I found out about um, an, uh, the remains of an archway next to the bank that I used to work in in the 80s. And I never even knew this thing was there because it's well, it's not that obvious. And the archway related to when it was a coaching inn. Uh, it was a coaching inn from 1497 until 1781. And uh, it was pulled down obviously at some point, but they left those remains there, which is really nice. Um, what I uncovered by doing some research yesterday was the uh, name of the, the licensee or the innkeeper, Mr. William Nicholson. I hope, I think, and um, and some other bits and pieces about his bankruptcy and all that sort of stuff, which led to the closure of the inn, I guess, and then ultimately it was a bank building. No idea what it was in the interim, because uh, I thought it had been a bank building for some considerable number of years. So that, that was a good little thing, that a little spin-off that just caused a flurry of activity in my, um, in my research. Uh, so that was good. And today I did, um, I did, I had a meeting with a guy, Jonathan Harrison, who's writing a book... I did say to him what you call in it. He calls it research. But I said, no, it's a book uh, about decoy airfields in the area during World War Two, of which there are many because we are that close to London and the defence of London's really put, you know, part and parcel of it. But when we got chatting after our first meeting over a coffee a month or two ago, we floated the idea of doing some little videos around it and that's moving forward. I think I'm, I think I'm going to be stretching myself in terms of motion graphics to show airplanes going across maps and things and we'll have some fun with that um, no immediate urgency um, but it might be a nice way that it can be complementary to what he's writing so there'll be a written option I did encourage him to get a public uh, publishing deal or at least at least go through the, the process go through the motions of trying to get a deal um, but he's been very active and the nice thing the, the very good thing and worthy thing he's doing is kind of challenging everything that he gets any piece of information you know you can get all sorts of hearsay stories things that were passed on second third and fourth hand and really he's not including it in his material unless he can corroborate it with an official record or fact uh, which is he said he's got a trip planned to the national archives over at Kew and he's got a hundred things to look up and at, at this stage these things are just a note you don't know until you get there what form these records take, so that should be quite interesting. So Jonathan and I could be working for a while on this as he's working through the and shaping his document. I'm going to be doing some kind of film planning, and I said we'll break it down into a series to kind of keep this ongoing, keep the interest going. Um, and on that, ba- on the back of that, some of the information that I found came from what I'd written in our local quarterly magazine, where I've just started to do a kind of little local history page. So I'm going to draft out after this recording. Uh, it's now Wednesday evening. Uh, Andy Murray is struggling to get through at Wimbledon. Uh, he, pro- he might even be out by the time I go downstairs. And um, yeah, so I'm going to write my next article to go into the next magazine because the print deadline's in, or the, the cut-off deadline for articles is the end of this week. Uh, I'm also going to have to do a photograph of something local at some point. 
which I will do, um, go out my camera at some point tomorrow. And then, uh, yes, we will, we will then get that uh, done. And as part of that, it will be another appeal to the neighbours. We cover 750 households in the area to try and get more information, more factual information about the, uh, the book that we're um, that Jonathan's writing and the what will ultimately be a film series that I'll film. So all good stuff. That was really um, really productive meeting today. And it was kind of after that I got home and I thought, you know, I've got no energy to do anything. It was raining. It was colder. I mean, the car needs a wash, but I've just looked at the weather forecast and it says in one hour it's probably going to rain, and then it's going to rain overnight. What is the point? The car's just going to get dirty again. However, hopefully the weather will settle and uh, we'll start to get more of a summer again. Good. Anyway. Thanks for following the show. This was episode 122, at last, of the Phil Swallow podcast. Uh, Please stay tuned, tell your friends, uh, and I'll speak to you again in a week's time.